All right, guys, welcome to episode 104 of Professional Development. Today's episode, we talk about leaning into your insecurities. Uh, we got some quotes for you guys, going to talk a little bit about what we believe causes insecurities, as well as we're going to go through a little bit of a rapid fire session between Sal and myself with some questions uh, that are going to make us feel a little bit uncomfortable. But you know what? That's what, uh, that's what diving into your insecurities is all about, is getting a little vulnerable with Sal talk a little bit about uh, some advice that we would give to some other people and some fun stories about uh, overcoming some insecurities such as uh, my massive ears. So uh, with that, let's jump in. So let's uh, let's jump right in here then uh, talking about insecurities and, and confidence, right? So Sal, you got any quotes today? Uh, yeah, I got, there was one that I saw. It was being different in a revolving door in your life where Secure people enter and insecure people exit. That's by Shannon L. Adler. Shannon L. Adler. What does that What's that quote mean to you, man? So to me, it's like, okay, I, as you grow up in life, you get to see, you'll meet people that are different and like will help you, either help you with your insecurities or not help you and then you and you, and that way you could like weed out your circle how we talked about earlier yeah and like be a better person in life by having people surrounding people with you that's considered the secure people i'm assuming for sure right. uh no i like that man i got uh, a quote from a guy john allen paulos he's an american professor of mathematics and he said uncertainty is the only certainty there is and knowing how to live with insecurity is the only security uh, so what that means to me is it, it reminds me a lot of the, in order to get comfortable, you have to get uncomfortable. So just knowing that things are going to change and life's going to throw you different speed bumps and, and curve balls and whatnot. And you just have to know that those things are going to happen. And, um, if, if you can accept that, then you'll be able to handle things a lot better. So, uh, with that being said, kind of dive in like a little bit more about our topic today, um, as far as insecurity and, and confidence is concerned. So, Sal, do you, how do you define insecurity or what does that mean to well, you? To me, it's just like, okay, like it's like lacking in confidence in oneself. Okay. Or it's just like, it's just like what other society thinks of a certain viewpoint and you're not like, you're insecure about it. And like, <laughs> like you're like too nervous to talk about it because it's just like, it's like anxious and anxiety. So like how you're feeling right now. Right. Like me talking <laughs> in the mic right now, I was like, okay, I'm a little insecure how this is going to be talked about. But yeah, perfect example. Right yeah, now. for sure. Keep your keep your face in the mic, dog. Um, so I, I you, well, as far as the Google definition of insecurity, it just means essentially just being insecure means you're not confident or sure of something. Um, but what I wrote down before I looked that up was um, like a, as far as insecurity goes, I feel like it's a part of your life that you're not comfortable with, but because you have not dealt with it um, or taken any sort of action on that. So uh, really just something that you're you're just not sure of, right? Um, now, as far as like, what do we believe that causes insecurity? So to me, um, I think it's like our own mind tricking us that thinking that we're not good enough or essentially some sort of a limiting belief, um, which can be caused by any sort of information that we consume or people that we spend time with. And you talked about it a little bit uh, a second ago, Sal, like people, that quote that you had, like people come into your life and they either make you feel feel secure or insecure. And obviously you want those people around you that make you feel good about yourself and you want to be able to audit your circle, but you got to be careful with 
who you are spending that time around because if the people that you're spending time with are making you feel insecure and feeling less than, uh, those are probably people that you don't want in your life, but you also want people that are going to challenge you and help you increase confidence and and eliminate that self-doubt that one person might have. So I don't know if you have anything different, but do you have, I guess, do you have any belief in what causes insecurities or what makes you feel insecure? Um, I feel like the way how ever like growing up, like, okay, society has a certain type of image that they want you to like have. And it's kind of hard to like be different and not cause I, I, like, that's express it, like express your personality. Cause like, okay, you're growing up, you see how it was like at one point and being different. It's like, okay, you feel insecure about like expressing yourself, you know? I don't know if that explains or if that makes any sense. A tiny bit. Okay. Right. <laughs> totally fucked up, but okay. No, you didn't fuck up at all, dude. So I, with that being said, like I, I just pulled up a, a different type of uh, definition on this too that says insecurities are related to standards set by the people that we interact with, such as our family, friends, and peers, and societal expectations that may be legitimate or perceived. Insecurities develop when we compare ourselves to others and feel less than. So, um, it's a lot of comparing. So, uh, I actually have a little bit of a quick fire for you, Sal. Um, and, uh, I, I don't know if you wrote down some answers to some of these, but, um, I have some written down too. So we'll, we'll, we'll rag on me a little bit too, but do you have a favorite strategy for avoiding tough situations? So for me, if it's like, I'll like to think of situations like as a chess chest set like think a few moves ahead uh-huh. but if it's like an unavoidable thing then it's just like kind of take it but then think of it like certain outcomes of it like for me I like to avoid it unless it's like so how to, do you how do you avoid it just ignore it you just ignore like it, if it has, if it and has, hope that it goes away well if it has nothing to do with me like if, if, depending on what the situation is if it's something that has something to do with me okay then fine like I'll like I'm the type of person who's like okay like be straightforward with me and like call me out on shit and then I'll learn from it. Right. But if it's a, something where it has nothing to do with me, I like trying to avoid it because like, hey, it has nothing to do with me. Unless someone asks, then I'm like, okay, I'll give my input. But like, I'm not going to like go further into detail because you got to help that individual learn on their own. For sure. You know, so. Sure. Uh, I don't know if that makes sense, but. Yeah, no, right. it, it does, <laughs> man. So I, uh, I, I I put down here one of my favorite strategies for avoiding tough situations is to just never start. Uh, can't fail at something uh, that you never start, <laughs> right? Uh, so essentially choosing not to do something, not to start, which is unfortunately just as hard as actually choosing to do something. Um, if you just ignore it completely and you expect, expect things to change, right? That's a that's that's a defense mechanism that's not going to help you get anywhere in life. But it's a it's I mean if you're insecure in a certain type of situations and you want to avoid those tough situations, I did those my entire life by just avoiding them completely where I remember my ex would ask me to look at houses with her and I was just like, I just avoided those completely and I just tried not to do it because I knew that's not where my future was supposed to go. But instead I just stayed stuck in that situation and just ignored it, hoping that it would go away. So that's been my strategy all along is ignoring it. Well, there's also some cases where let's say you took it head on and like confronted it but like, let's say you got into an argument with a friend and you called them out on it. Like you probably happened when you're drunk or something. Like guys got into a fight. You know, I'm always drunk, Sal. True, but <laughs> if you're if, when you're sober, like if you meet up in so like in a sober like setting, 
for lunch, call them out on it, like confront them about it. But if nothing changes, then how do you go by then? If they don't like see what, like if they don't take your opinion and your like input on it, but doesn't do anything to change it, how do, how do you confront that again? For sure. Well, yeah, you're, I mean, you're obviously not in control of that situation. So that's always a tough thing, but, um, but yeah, no, that's, a, I mean, I, that's probably similar to a lot of what people uh, do out there if, to avoid certain things. And I think that's what a lot of society does is yeah. just, just ignore it and just hope that it goes away. Um, so uh, what's now, Sal, what's one thing that you believe people assume about you that you wish wasn't true? <laughs> so it, th- I had to read this a couple of times <laughs> right. to understand it, but what do you think that people are just saying about you or assuming about you? Then you're like, dude, that's not the way that I am. So did, could you think of anything on this one? Because it's kind of a weird, it's kind of a tough question and it causes you to be a little bit vulnerable. Well, for me, okay, so for me is like, okay, I know like every single time I meet someone new, like I have everyone be like, oh, Sal knows everyone. Sal's uh, the people of St. Louis or something. I'm like, what? And I'm just like, I don't know everyone. I just know <laughs> like certain people that I'm friends with and I make sure everyone's okay. Like I stay in touch with them because I'm friends yeah. with them. I don't know everyone, yeah, you know, but like, I don't say it, like I don't see it as a bad thing. But like, if some if something bad was said about me, I'd rather hear about it and then be like, "What the hell?" and then confront the source. That's sure. how I'll go about it. Because if like if there's something that's said about me, usually I don't care. Yeah, usually I just don't get a shit. It's just like okay, that's certain, but you can't. Make everyone happy for sure about your personality or something. If someone doesn't appreciate you, then fuck them for sure. You got your secure friend. Yeah, but if it's a situation where it's like someone's talking bad about you, that's not true at all. Then you got to confront them because that's an attack on your character. Yeah, okay. no doubt. I well, I think you could confront them, or you could just say, uh, "Who gives a shit?" and be comfortable with yourself. True, right? but if it's if you don't need to, you shouldn't on, have to defend yourself, Sal. You know who you are. True, but depending on like what is being said, then you don't know what's being said. You know, right? If someone said like, "Oh, so and so is this," I was like, "No, that's what the fuck." Like you call them out. <laughs> but if it's just something random, it's like, okay, I don't know. Like, sounds like you might if if that's if that is happening, then you for sure need to eliminate those people from right. your circle, no doubt. Um, I wrote on here uh, like, and I don't know what people might assume about me, but. Um, People might think that like life is really good and easy for me because of sobriety, right? Um, and like my relationship with Shelby, like things are going really well for us, but we work hard for it, right? I've worked really hard um, in my sobriety and to get where I'm at now, even to like my where I'm at physically too, which is not like beyond amazing by any means, but I feel good, right? For the most part. Um, and so I've, I've worked really hard to get where I am and I, I work really hard at it every day. So um, I don't know. I think it's one of those things where sometimes people think, okay, like, yeah, like life's pretty easy for you. You made these decisions. Like, oh, I can't do that or anything along those lines. But uh, in all honesty, like I put in the work every single day. It's not something that I that I go a single day without thinking about trying to trying to do the right things. And in my life, whether it's relationships with my family or, or with my, my work team and stuff like that. So, um, Sal, have you ever lied or fibbed to protect your image? Whether it was a little white lie or anything like that. Have you like, I want you to think of a specific situation. <laughs> have you ever lied to protect your image? So like going out with like growing up is okay. Like my parents don't, my parents don't drink. Do any of that? Yeah. So like growing up, I didn't start drinking until I was like twenty one. 
Right. Like nowadays, like when I go up and meet friends, parents would be like, oh, what are you doing? I'm just like, I'm just chilling at their aunt's house. They don't know I'm like going out to see You tell them you're, ch- you're chilling at their aunt's house? <laughs> no, like my what? friend's house. I know? thought you said their aunt's no, house. No, no, I'm chilling at my friend's house. Sorry. <laughs> Accent kicked in a little bit, but... Um, well, I'll, like, chill my friends out. They're assuming that I'm just, like, like watching a movie out. or something, not drinking. And you're out I mean, partying. they know I've had alcohol, but it's just, like, they don't want to, like... But you're not friends with your family on, like, Snapchat or anything like that? Well, like, cousins and stuff, yeah. But, but they're, like, they're cool? They they drink? Or yeah, no all one the, in your family no, does? No, no, all the cousins and stuff do. It's just your parents? It's just my parents. Okay, so, gotcha. So they have no idea that Sal is just... They know I've had alcohol, but they just don't want to believe I'll cut this guy. Well, they probably, if they were to see you out at, like, FUDs or something, like that, um, tripping on some edibles and drinking a bunch of mojito yeah, they don't buckets. know any of that. <laughs> well, hopefully, they don't listen to this podcast. No, uh, I don't sorry, think they know about this. <laughs> sorry, Mr. and Mrs. V, they don't even know about the podcast. It, gosh, I can't wait for the guys to listen back to this. Those could be extra, <laughs> they don't likes. listen to podcasts, those bro. could be extra subscribes, bro. They barely go on Facebook, man. Disappointed. I'm sorry. Um, I mean, what well, they, it's a they little, understand little white lie, right? To protect your image, to make them think that Sal's a good little boy. Like I tell um, them, I'm like meeting up with friends on Wednesdays, and they I tell them it's a podcast. They're like, "What's a podcast?" I'm like, "Okay, then I got to explain what a podcast is." Well, here like, you're not doing anything to. What are you trying to protect your image by saying I'm not going out and doing this podcast? No, it's just explaining what it is. Like, the, uh, it's like they just a, don't understand cultural differences. Is that what it is? At the end of the day, I want to. Are they is, older? Yeah, it was like. They're not like tech savvy, so they don't listen to music or Spotify. They just gotcha. like homebody. They go to work, come back, go to church. Expect me to get married because they're on my ass about getting married and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not doing Are you telling them that you're going on dates and trying to find the no, one? I don't tell really them. I don't tell them. Oh my dates. gosh, that'd be hilarious if you were lying to them about like I'm really trying, mom and dad. I want to bring home the right girl to you. No, I already told them I'm not. I'm not trying to get an arranged marriage. I told them. They, but they want you to get an arranged marriage? Have they tried to arrange marriage you? There was a few instances where I was just like, no. No way. Dude, That I feel like that's a whole other topic. Have you gone on dates with these girls that have tr- they've no, tried to arrange just, marriage you? I already tell them no. I don't want to deal with it. Dude, them. that is awesome. You Do they send you pictures or anything? Or are they just like, here's this person. She's awesome. She does this. She does that. I have ha- There was one instance where I had an uncle mention it. And I was just like, no. Dude, I I so, love the idea of getting you arranged married. No, I don't. Um, I've never been in a relationship, so I don't want to go from like never being in a relationship to like being straight to marriage. Yeah, right, that sounds awful. That, so. You gotta you gotta be able to enjoy the journey a little bit. And mom and dad just don't get that. Um, well, we won't we won't tell them that you're just. <laughs> I guess on, that's where the insecurities come in. I guess. <laughs> hey, it, maybe that is a little bit on the insecurity side of things. Uh, Sal, sounds like we need to get you uh, in a relationship here sooner rather than later. Yeah. Um, for me, like. Have I ever lied to, to protect my image? All the fucking time. Before, uh, especially, it, I'm so much more self-aware now. The, I mean, the longer that I've been sober, but I still have moments where I feel like I can be manipulative if I wanted to get what I want, um, whether it's me lying or me saying something a certain way to get what I want. Um, but uh, especially while I was drinking, so I would actually, I'd have meetings scheduled to go meet with like a a client, whether it was a potential client or an existing client. And I would make up excuses for not being able to reply to an email timely or um, make up excuses to not be at that meeting because I was either hungover uh, from the night before, or I was, I wanted to like drink and go do something else. And I was literally of, I was ignoring opportunities to make money 
by going to talk to my existing clients or potential new clients because I prioritize my drinking over this. So uh, definitely something that I did a lot while I was drinking, still something that I do every once in a while now, um, a little bit more like white lie type deals, nothing, nothing major, but it's just like, and whenever I, that happens, I'm just like, why the fuck am I not just saying what I'm doing? So been trying to get really good at just saying, Hey, this is what I'm doing or really getting really good at saying no to things. Um, last question that I have on here for you, Sal, uh, what habit do you know that you could quit, but you do not want to? Ooh. Uh, so I, for me, it's just like personal stuff. It was just like, okay, like, like going out, try to like save money. It's like, I consider that like a habit, like the fear of FOMO. Oh, the FOMO is a real it's thing. Like, I just need to like tone it down on going out and like the drinking and stuff. And losing weight and all that stuff. That's but. so you're saying you're saying that you know that you could you could drop lbs, but you don't want to right now. You know that you could stop going out, but you don't want to because right. you got FOMO. Right, but it's just like I don't know. I don't consider it as a habit. Like I don't have like a habit. I mean, I, yeah, I don't have like a legit habit where like okay, like let's say like this person smokes like a pack of cigarettes like i don't have that like a habit like that or anything right it's just like little things like okay i want to go back to losing some weight for sure and just like like actively do it like take that action man right this is like go to some days where like okay you go to work come back because it's like i don't want to do shit like taking that first step right it's just like making a habit of like taking the first step and just doing it yeah that's a, I mean, I think that's a big thing for a lot of people is they have this, they see this big idea and they think, okay, I want to lose 20 pounds. And that seems like a really big task. You're like, that can take some time to get there. Or I'd like to go out only two days a week, but then you have trivia night and then someone's going to a, the baseball game. And then you have, uh, I don't know, then you have Vegas then you have something else. Right. Um, so it's, it, it's a, a big thing that I see a lot is people negotiating with themselves. Right. Right. And, and they justify cause I did it and that's, you know, it's not like I, Oh, I see people doing this. Everyone does it. Right. I still do it. But especially while I was drinking, I would negotiate, of Oh, it's okay for me to have like 20 beers while I'm at this thing because it's so-and-so's birthday and it's a Tuesday night and we're going to go get fucked up at the Cardinals game. Or like. When you come home, it's just like, okay, like a late night cycle. Like, oh, I just need something like munch on. But it's like, you don't need to eat at like 1 a.m. or 2 No, I just, it's like, you're just bored, man. Just go to bed. Right. right? I was like, like, just go to I bed. I just really want some Choco Tacos, but they're discontinuing those motherfuckers. Exactly. So for me, uh, as far as like a habit I know I could quit, like, I, dude, I get really angry with people while I'm driving. Oh. And I and I wrote down here that I get irrationally angry at things that are outside of my control, and it's not just while I'm driving, but it's very apparent there. Um, I, so I guess and, for me, it's because there will be some days at work I'll get so pissed off with like some people I deal with at work, like from like phone calls. It's just like there'll be some people where you're like, I'll have a phone call, like no, fuck off, and then it's just like it just like puts it like a damper in your day, and you just yeah. like. And I usually like, bottle it in because I don't like to like express my anger a lot. And For sure. Usually I kind of take it out on like, well, let's say I'm gaming with the guys and just doing like Call of Duty with the boys. So you just kill a bunch of people in Call no, of Duty to deal like, with it? No, but I'll like... We, I see where I this is going, my, Sal. I'll express my anger on the mic and like cuss a lot. I was just like, oh, I, I need to stop on that. So. That's awesome. Sorry. 
No, you're good. So uh, <laughs> that's that's one thing that I know I could not so much that I know I could quit, but I know that I'm capable of being much more in control of and a lot more understanding towards other people. Um, and whereas I feel like I'm very quick to react rather than put myself in someone else's shoes where if I have someone that cuts me off, maybe they're on their way to the hospital because someone that they know or love is is hurt or sick, right? And there was an emergency. Um, you know, they might just be being assholes. I have no idea. I hate slow driving. But yeah, slow driving. Yeah, obviously, def- I mean, people that are just sitting in the fast lane. You know, I could go uh, list on and on of little things that I feel like should be so one hundred and one whenever it comes to driving, and I I'm like an aggressive defensive driver um, is the way that I categorize myself. But um, and it's it's other situations as well. But driving is definitely where it's apparent, and Shelby has even noticed. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, I need to probably dial it back um, a little bit. But um, with that being said, man, we we can identify all these insecurities, right? Like the the questions that we just asked ourselves here, um, we are able to identify those. Uh, we're able to identify those as insecurities. So then we should also, in theory, be able to identify ways to overcome them. So, is there um, an insecurity that you've overcome uh, over the course of your life, no matter how big or small, that you're that you're proud of? Oh. If you don't have one, I'll start. Here's one that's funny. So, uh, and it sounds really weird, but my my fucking ears, man. I got some fucking satellite dishes on this skull of You're mine. You're saying your my ears are bigger than yours? Did you see how far mine stick out, motherfucker? Like mine are huge. Okay. So, anyways, when I was a kid, dude, I got called Dumbo, uh, and I had all these awful nicknames. And whenever I was a kid, I legit was talking to my parents about getting my ears like literally pinned back. So I wouldn't look as goofy, and I was so insecure about it. I hated my ears, um, and your ears and your nose never stop growing. Apparently, so it's like by the time I'm, if I can live to your like ears 80, and your nose, your ears and nose never stop growing. Oh. So by the time I'm 80, 90 years old, these are going to be fucking for sure elephant ears. But um, actually, they've become one of my favorite features of myself, uh, and kind of make me who I am. Very distinguishable feature. But I used to hate them, and now uh, now I actually. I love them. Um, so I don't know if there's anything that like that that well, you've for me it's just had. like so like growing up it's just like okay like I am a hairy dude so sometimes like I hate taking off like my shirt. Hell yeah, like, so you like, gotta I'm own pulling. it. I can't like the I gotta, you still like, can't you well, haven't overcome that. I like, overcome it, but okay. I have to like get rid of the like the back hairs. Like I got. So do you? So I'm gonna tell you something funny. All right. Mom, my mom and dad. So my mom shaves my dad's back because he has a hairy back as well. I weirdly don't have a hairy back, uh, which is because like got a hairy chest, got a hairy stomach, stuff like that. Yeah. You know, and I let it roll. I'm not, I'm not like Cresco and uh, MJ and stuff. I don't trim all this stuff here. I, I let it be. I go natural man on this chest lettuce. Uh, chest so, lettuce. dude, if, I, I'm, the question is, who's shaving your back? I do it by myself. You shave your back by yourself? What do you got? Like one of those like back scratchers and you hook up like a, a razor to it? What do you do? I mean, I try to like, I don't Dude, know. you got to be missing spots. <laughs> I probably am. You, <laughs> I just don't want to talk about that. All insecure right, well, about it. Uh, well, Sal's insecure about his back hair. Uh, we need to have an event where we get his, oh, we, we shave his back on a on a monthly basis or something like that to make what? him- to make him feel a little bit better. No, let's not. Um, <laughs> so uh, one of the things that I wanted to talk about here as far as overcoming uh, some insecurities, like uh, what if, like what have people done to overcome those insecurities? Is there a process? Did it just happen? Um, 
But I think uh, a lot of people have this tendency to have insecurities about their appearance and things that they cannot control, right? Like unless you go get your back hair laser removed, like it's just going to be a part of you, right? Like I can't change my ears. That's the way it is. But I think about those things that um, those are things that we have to have more of a self-acceptance, right? We have to learn to love those certain things about us, whether it's big ears, hairy back, right? Stuff like that. But then there's also a lot of things that we are in control of, whether that's um, our weight or um, how we, how I guess how we uh, appear to other people, whether it's the way that we dress, things like that. These are all things that we're in control of. How much, how much money you want to make. Um, if you're not happy, you're in control of all of these different things. It's just a matter of pinpointing exactly what that problem is and then figuring out what you need to do, steps that you need to take or, to actually or get actively there. doing it, like taking the effort to actually yeah. do it. Sal, you've been talking about this course for fucking ever, and you haven't even started it. Right, right. I mean, I. I'm a pretty simple guy. Like, I don't have, like, nothing. Like, the only thing I do, like, wake up, go to work, play volleyball, and then do trivia nights and catch up with friends. Yeah. And then the only big thing is this class, but that starts end of August. I have nothing else exciting going on besides Vegas Well, and the weddings. But you, It sounds like you got to start doing. That's where you should start doing. Um, True. Last thing here, man, and I, I, we're going to wrap up because we're close on time here. But um, Sal, uh, what advice would you give to someone who's experiencing any feelings of insecurity? Um, everyone has everyone has a, their own way of overcoming things. It's just take small steps. Um, don't have to go dive right into it and like take a big step on it. Just take a little, little by little. It'll like it'll take some time. So like, let's take your time. Everyone has their own pace and stuff. So For sure. I think that's a, a good point. Um, I have something kind of similar to that. So anyone who's feeling insecure, just know that uh, everyone has insecurities. Even the most confident people in the world um, have a lot of insecurities, but they use that to drive them rather than uh, have it hinder their process. So I think a lot about people... Um, comparing themselves to other people. And you just said something that was really important, go at their own pace, right? Um, I look around the room whenever we're in this podcast and we have a full room here. Um, I look at Brad and all of his success and and DG and him absolutely crushing it, Cresco um, crushing it both on the business side and um, and the fitness side of things. Um, and, you know, I just, I, I think a lot about um, where, maybe where I should be at, right? And I'm not the... Uh, I'm not the youngest here, but I am the youngest of the other guys, right? Uh, they're they're a couple years older than me, so I just try not to compare myself to them um, as much as I can. Um, other things that I would recommend for people is look at who you're spending time with. Are they bringing um, some value to you? What are you spending your time doing? How is that serving you? Whether it's volleyball, trivia nights, right? Um, are those helping you get to what your goals are, writing down those goals, figuring out how you can how you can actually get there and then figure out like, look at your week and, and this is a crazy thing to do, but break down your day into 15 minute increments and every 15 minutes, write down something, write down whatever it is that you did in those 15 minutes. You might've been on Facebook that entire time. You might've been on Instagram. You might've been scrolling through TikTok, right? Um, and then once people look at how productive their days actually are from a nine to five type day, uh, are you doing the things that you're supposed to be doing in those hours to help you get where you're going? Or are you wasting your time doing some other things? Um, last thing I'd mention too is you, you have to keep learning. Um, our, our motto of our podcast is if you're not growing, you're dying. 
So I, one of the things that I feel like has really helped me grow is the fact that I've, I've read a lot. I've consumed a lot of good content. I listened to a lot of great podcasts, read a lot of great books. Um, so be careful with what kind of content you're consuming, whether it's, are you scrolling on Facebook and looking at the bullshit on there or are you, or are, maybe you're utilizing it to get connected with a, a, a great group of people. Maybe you're listening to podcasts that are just about sports that are just fun to listen to. And you should be able to have those leisurely kind of listens and, and be able to watch like terrible shows on Netflix and stuff like that. But is that serving you the way that you, that it needs to happen in order for you to get where you want to go to get rid of those feelings of insecurity? So that's all I got. Sal, any other final notes for you? I do not. Cool. All right, guys. Well, with that being said, uh, lean into those insecurities. Make sure that uh, you don't pull a Sal here and just wait and wait and wait. Uh, take action. Start doing some things and uh, you'll see your life uh, turn around and it'll make you a, a more confident person. So uh, have a great rest of your day, guys. Uh, make sure that you subscribe, uh, like our stuff, share it, write reviews, tell your friends about it event on August 17th at Drive Social Media with Zach Schaefer as a special guest speaker. Have a great day. Later. Deuces.